touch that dial. We have a new episode coming up in three, two, one. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, guys, this is Anthony Mitchell, host of the End Zone Club. And if you are hearing the sound of my voice, you know what time it is. It's time to lock in and engage because, of course, we've got some phenomenal content coming to you live. But first, all I ask you to do is just the normal preliminary housekeeping things. If you can, please like, share, rate, subscribe, drop some comments. You'd be surprised by just going to our page and leaving a five-star review and saying something like, is awesome, am good, or whatever form of broken and bad English you can put down. We would greatly appreciate it by doing so. The more people rate, the more people leave good comments, the more people for the kingdom we can reach. And with that said, guys, buckle your seatbelts. That's all the preliminaries I have for you today. But let's get this ship into the ocean. With that said, my name is Anthony Mitchell. For those of you guys who are new here, let me first just introduce myself. But here at the End Zone Club, this is a podcast where we talk about things we know now we wish we knew when we were younger. It's a proverbial wisdom podcast where we take all sorts of angles, not just one, to be able to build a positive platform wherein we can just share inspirational thoughts, patterns, bodies of work. We get different guests on. We get people on that accent what we as a group of people are doing. You'd be surprised how just a small nugget of wisdom, a small nugget of truth can really propel us far in life, right? So we don't try to hold all of the good stuff to ourselves. With that said, guys, I'd like to just pause and think about some of the very things that we have learned now that we wish we knew when we were younger. Stay tuned. So how did you guys do with the brief moment of thought that we were just provided? Now, I'm just going to be honest. I just really needed a water break. If you have paid much attention to this podcast, it seems like for some odd reason, every time we start recording, it begins to storm out. And I had to really uh, just do a quick check for the weather to make sure we're in good hands. Now, if you're timing this podcast you're seeing what's going on states of mississippi louisiana texas and various parts of the south that are potentially going to be affected by i think it's hurricane michael but with that said prayers out to all of those that are affected and it's too close to christmas first of all to be having bad weather uh, you guys remember the song I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Realistically, that sets the tone and the pattern for what we think Christmas should be. It should be beautiful, whatever. Now, I'm not saying it's ever a good time for a hurricane, but especially at Christmas, you don't want to mark a season of giving and gratitude and family love with storms. So shout out to everybody that's embracing embracing and preparing for what lies ahead but with that said guys this weekend i had my first real test with father time let me explain right so those of you guys who again this is your first episode listening one thing that we strive to do at this podcast 
Uh, and, and that's to be a part of just great momentum building opportunities in the community. We really take to heart that the answers for tomorrow lies in the youth of today. You'd be surprised that a lot of the cures that rest in the ails of society could be fixed by us. But there are some things that the kids and, you know, that the kids are going to be able to to break and change and rectify and solidify. But a lot of that's based upon the instruction that we as adults put in them. So and a lot of times in order, we have found out to engage kids for learning or for preparation or leadership training or whatever. Sometimes it pays to be able to speak in their language. And one language that we have been afforded an opportunity of speaking is that through sports. So at our church, for example, we have a gym. Now, with COVID, we kind of, we were kind of limited because, of course, basketball is a close contact sports. And because of regulations and various things that were passed on, you know, unlike being able to, air quotes, walk in Walmart and socially distance from the person in front of you or uh, even some churches, they socially distance. I mean, to each his own. I'm not fighting. I'm just stating a fact to establish the fact that there were COVID guidelines. Basketball was one of those sports that made it a little difficult to do so because of that at our church, we weren't doing anything basketball related, but now we have been given the green light to open up and still to follow certain protocols to be safe and protected. But all I'm going to say is we hosted a basketball camp for the kids. (laughs) So within hosting this camp, we have a bunch of younger kids, more more in tune from ages of about six up to about, uh, I'd say to about 15 or 16. And then we had some of our college students as coaches. And one of the things that I really loved about that dynamic is that all of the collegiate coaches that were instructing the kids were once in that position at our church where they were the six-year-olds, the seven-year-olds. Meaning they grew up in in our ministry, so they understand the essence of what we're trying to teach and who you need to be as a teacher. Let that sizzle in your spirit for a minute. But anyway, so as we're hosting these basketball clinics, I was acting as the cameraman, the hype man, so to speak. I I, I did a film for it, just kind of like a promotional piece, showing the kids having a good time those sorts of things so that we're able to reach other kids. But immediately thereafter, I'm still young enough in my mind to remember playing full court basketball all day at the park with my friends and, you know, just the fun we had back and forth having a good time. And (laughs) I I, I got sucked in guys because after the the camp was over with, there was just a a shoot around that became a game of one-on-one that became a game of two of two. And before you know it, there was a crowd. It was attractive. And, and in that crowd, I find myself, I laid my camera down, and I just was thinking to myself, ooh, 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 let me get a rebound. Let me just get one shot. And then before you know it, that one shot became 13 points. That 13 points became several rebounds, a couple of defensive plays. And before you know it, I'm in the game. Just for that brief moment of glory, guys, I'm running around the court. The air is flowing through the little bit of hair that I have left. And I feel young again, testosterone, adrenaline, all of these things are flowing through my body. And it's just like, yes, God, yes. But the next morning, oh, come on, somebody. 
Y'all already know where this is going. I woke up with muscle, muscle clusters, groupings, body portions that were sore in places I did not think should be sore. With that same reality set in that there were parts of my body that were responding to being used in ways they have not been used. They've been lying dormant. Mm. Um, a couple of days later, I finally feel good again. My knees bend like they should. My back is no longer popping like it was. <sighs> I can finally walk around without much of a limp. But I'm often reminded, even as a believer, sometimes we're the same things with certain spiritual muscle groups, clusters, where sometimes, hmm, can I say this without offending anybody? But may, maybe it's possible that you and I have certain spiritual virtues that maybe we don't work them out as much as we should. Think about that for a moment. I wanted to throw that out there. Are there any spiritual virtues that maybe you were not working out as much. I like to rely a lot on Matthew 5, which we call the B attitudes, which are things that we should ascertain to be. Whether it's humble, whether it's me, whether it's peacemakers, there's a whole long laundry list of things in there that we should really look at. And I know some things come naturally to some. Like I know some people who just generally have a good heart. They have a big heart, and it seems like they can love anybody through anything, but how is that temper? I know some people who love drama, good people, but they just need a little drama in their lives. How are they as peacemakers? So I'm throwing this out this morning. Are there any spiritual muscle groups and clusters that you're not using? Think about that for a second as I send us to commercial, and we'll be right back. This is an extreme transparent moment for me. I am working out after I had my last baby, just in a few short weeks, baby will turn one. It took nine months to create her and nurture her in my body. And it's taken almost one year to get back in my ideal shape. So come along with me on this journey as I return to healthy, wealthy, and wise. Friends, listeners from whatever platform, streaming service you are listening to, and also, also for those of you who are listening by way of KBRC Radio and our Wednesday time slot. Again, we are back. Shout out to basically Tisha, who is a mom slash lifestyle vlogger, a kingdom initiative provided by a mother who shares a unique story as a stay-at-home mother raising kids. And just the day-to-day -day activities. That is a segment that's really, really big. Vlogging, blogging. Those are some things that um, maybe I don't have the time and patience for. But I would like to encourage you guys to stop by and support her brand. But anyway, right before we went to commercial, I threw out a thought. Are there any spiritual muscle 
cluster groups that we're not using. So, so similarly akin to me playing basketball and not having run, jump, hop, skip like that in a while and the effects it had on my body, what are some things in each of our lives that if God were to exercise them, maybe we would potentially realize, man, I am out of practice with this. Just recently, I was... Um, in church and again with the way I work between military and military and fathering and things like we keep a pretty busy schedule and sometimes I haven't been as available even working church the way that I have or, or could be because of my schedule still faithful but again with COVID and different things we kind of changed the way we did church we started even building a big online presence and different things so there were some things within even working in church I had gotten out of sorts with. And real recently in a church service where it required a lot of very, very close moment. A lot of people wanted prayer. A lot of people wanted just that closeness of intimacy of being prayed over. And I'm helping, as we call it in the church world, working the altar, meaning being available. What do people need? Are they crying? Do they need tissue or you know is the pastor that's been preaching his heart out to the people does he need a bottle of water or maybe somebody to get his bible off the podium or maybe the musicians need help with something or maybe somebody in the sound room there's a lot that goes into the behind the scenes dynamic of of having a good church service it's not just voila you turn on the tv and bam there it is it's just on it's in your face and i found myself out of sorts with working the altar because it's been a while since we have had just one of those type of services where we were just, just to be honest, with that close to each other. And that's one thing I, 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 I probably I probably regret about COVID is how distance we became just following guidelines. If anything, the church has always been a world where people should be able to embrace, to be loved in these sorts of things. But that's not the only virtue. I even found myself, even over the holidays, now we're beginning to start back eating with each other as family. We're beginning to fellowship again in some ways that maybe we haven't over the past few years. And it's like you realize, even through history and time, maybe COVID just revealed it, but even some of our family members, we aren't as close as we could have, should have, would have been. There are a lot of people and families that hold on to things. Maybe it's some burdens. Maybe it's some isms. Somebody hurt me. Somebody said something to me. Somebody looked at my kid crazy. I mean, there are a lot of things that we can hold on to against each other that are paramount for blockages in our friendships and our love languages towards each other. And I am, I'm not super imposed to believe that every day is going to be rainbows, unicorns, frosty flakes, and skittle flavored rainbows. That's not the reality. The reality is that we know that in this world, there's going to be tribulations. We know that in this world, there are going to be troubled days, but we as believers have been called honestly to walk in a sense of completion and that's wholeness. And that's not just being strong in areas that we love, but sometimes we have to work 
or allow God to work on us in ways that just balance us out. And I am a man of many flaws, so don't take this to heart as me pointing fingers at anybody. Don't take this to heart as me being greater or more than any of my fellow constituents. We're all working on this together, but I, I do have this reality where I face and look at myself in the mirror and I realize, God, there's there is a work to be done. Sometimes I have areas that I see them up front. It's like, man, I can't believe I thought that thought about somebody. I can't believe that conversation was getting ready to escalate to that point. Or maybe some of these carnal ways of thinking, I allowed them to have too much just framing this thought in my head that they, I give them too much mind, or too much thought, too much free space to work. Because one thing about thoughts, what do thoughts become? For us, sometimes it just seems like a oh, it's just a thought. I'm just in my, I'm just, I'm just, oh, I'm daydreaming. But sometimes what we yield our members to daydreaming about, those daydreams become desires. Those desires, of course, are part of our thought process, which soon begin to materialize in our real world and waking, waking day. And then now we're faced with decisions. Do we allow these to become actions, which actions now do face judgment? Within this thought pattern and process, I want you to think about some things that maybe people have told you, man, I need to work on this area. Because anybody that's married, for example, if you have a spouse, if you have a significant other, if you have a love interest, if you have a parent, a family member, a teacher, at some point, you have had somebody in your path that has shared some things with you that you need growth in, and sometimes the way you process it probably determine how much better you got. Like, even as an artist drawing, man, I even to this day now, I'm not saying I'm just an ice-cold artist, but I've come a long way. Sometimes people have given me critiques about my artwork, and it's up to me to receive it. Now, I do have to put this out because I'm not just one that just allows anybody to critique because I do realize some people are always overly critical. But I have had other artists that are phenomenal that have recommended maybe some source material for me to look at. Hey, man, take a look at this. I think if you were to read this book, it would make you better here. Or maybe they say things like, man, I noticed you were great here, but I never see you drawing landscapes. I've never seen the Bob Ross side of you. What that does now is, is it pushes me as an artist to get out of my area of comfort of drawing superheroes and drawing people and drawing buildings and cars and to start expanding. And that's also the same thing spiritually God wants to do for us. He wants to branch us out into new things, to be able to experience new life, new growth, and to be the best representative of him here in this earth. But it requires having a teachable spirit, which now I don't know if we have it anymore. But anyway, guys, I, I just wanted to throw that out. Are there any spiritual muscle groups and clusters that we are inclined to to have not, for whatever reason, worked, worked with, work around, to include in our daily repertoire.
than what we had. I, I have to say that because uh, maybe I'm not as accepting as some of you guys as you go old, but I just honestly feel like leave me in the gym for three days with a basketball, couple of, run a couple of what we call suicide sprints, which is basically just running till you passed out or running till you were gassed. Give, give me a few of these days that I feel like I could just about get my Michael Jordan slash Tracy McGrady on any day. But truth is, there's certain things that over time are not as easy. But spiritually, it's always time to love. It's always time to give. It's always time to have the right attitude and to be the right person and to have integrity and to work in, walk in honor and respect of the vocation you have been called. Even if you don't know your calling, love is always the way. And when I mean love, I'm talking about that fair, unbalanced, not the judgmental, but the kind of love God gave or even sometimes, I don't know if you've had to turn the cheek anytime recently. That's a very, very hard virtue to call upon. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had to not defend yourself in a situation where God has given you the go around to be quiet and to allow him to represent us. Mm, it's tough. It's tough. But it's sometimes something we have to put a magnifying glass on and say, Lord, am I adding up? But anyway, with that said, guys, this is another edition of the End Zone Club. Please like, share, rate, subscribe this podcast. Donate, donate, donate. Who's looking at our algorithm numbers and 4% of our listenership is coming in Germany. Shout out to the Germany crowd. You guys are, are, are creeping up on my Americans and my other fellow constituents all over the world, but I had to shout you out because next, next to the USA, Germany has some listeners that are listening as well as India, Philippines. I say this all the time. I'm thankful for each and every one of you. When we started this vision of being able to share good news, we never realized it was going to reach the ears that it's reached. So why don't you dialogue with us, leave some comments, let us know where you're listening into from. And with that said, this is another edition of the End Zone Club. Be blessed.